Welcome to Postcards from Home, the podcast about everyday lives during the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Eleanor, and I produce these postcards that are usually sent to you every Friday. And you can find them all on the usual podcast platforms and at msgrow.com. Today's postcard is from Nunu Kalla, who lives in Vienna, Austria. Nunu is an author and activist who focuses on sustainable living, feminism, and body positivity. In this postcard, Nunu talks about the book she's been writing during lockdown that addresses consumerism and shopping more intelligently to achieve meaningful sustainability. She also set up Austria's ethical answer to Amazon, which is now launched as doitfair.com. She sent this postcard on the 7th of July. Hello there. My name's Nuno. I live in Vienna in Austria. I lived here basically all my life. I used to work at different NGOs, um, especially environmental NGOs for the last 10 years. My um, my last job was at Greenpeace. I was a consumer campaigner there. And now, um, what a great timing. I'm trying to make it on my own as a writer, as an author, as a speaker, publish my thoughts on consumerism, on consumption, but also on subjects like feminism and body positivity. Right now I'm sitting in my living room. I smell the usual smell that feels like home. And what I see, I really enjoy what I see because, um, first of all, I love my apartment and I feel really safe and at home here. And I think it's really beautiful. And the other thing is um, I live on the ground floor and there is a company in my street and they have big red trucks. And one of those big red trucks is standing um, right below my window right now. And the sun is shining on the deck of the truck. And my whole room is in a pink light right now because of the red truck. And I love it. And I love it when that happens. My whole my whole living room is in pink light. It's so nice. It was not a complete lockdown. We only had the lockdown in parts of Tyrol. I mean, we were um, asked not to leave the apartment apart for um, going shopping, going as a um, food shopping, getting medical treatment, taking care of elderly people or going for a walk, but not with people from other households. I had a great network. The neighbors here in my apartment building, we were helping each other. I was taking care of my mom and the neighbors of my mom were taking care of all the people in, in their apartment building. And I saw so much solidarity coming up and so many people like really starting to Okay, let's find solutions. We're going to do it. Nobody is left behind. And I live alone and I have more space than I could ever have asked for. And also, I was not relaxed and I was not happy. But we were, what I thought was interesting was the thought that we were all in the same situation. Everyone, there was no one who could like, had it better. Of course, the rich people went to the cows on the countryside and had the fun with their families. They're great, wonderful. But the overall situation was the same for everyone. And I think that was interesting. During when the lockdown was, I mean, I got a very big, I'd call it like a helper's instinct. 
And I have a lot of friends who have their own shops or who work on their own. And they all were from the day the chancellor said, we're going to close down the stores. They were out of any income and it broke my heart. I remember sitting in my bed and I was not able to stop crying. And I thought about one of my closest friends. She does costumes at two different theaters, which were closed down and are still closed down. And she sold upcycling fashion at markets, which were all closed down. And she has three kids and raising them on her own. I thought I have to do something. And what I came up with was making um, a Facebook post, actually, telling people, hey, I have this website. My website is not finished yet because I wanted to, to build it up like, hey, I am Nuno and I'm a speaker and I'm an author and I do communication trainings like the classic personalized websites. Welcome to my website. And it was not finished and it was just there and not good. And I... And I decided to take everything off that I had on the page already and just publish a list of those people in Austria that were still able to sell their stuff. The one thing was just being able to, to put a straw in their hand. I mean, it was not more that I could do, but just like some giving them hope actually. And um, the other big reason, and this is something that I think really is, got, is changing right now. I thought that when people think, okay, all the stores are closed, but I can order online. I don't want their first thought to be, uh, I can order on Amazon. Because Amazon doesn't pay any taxes here in Austria or not much. And that was the second reason I, I made this list. Like, hey, it's important now that we keep the, the taxes in our country because we need to make sure that there's enough money for healthcare. And that's a part that I think that is sustainably going to change because so many people have realized that here in our country or in each country, it's, it's not only Austria, Maybe it's my neighbor who, who's running his own online store for repairing watches, for instance. So why order a cheap new one from Amazon if he can repair it? And this is something that people, I think that was like a kickstart of realization for a lot of people here. One Facebook post that went viral within an hour. And at the same evening, I had 300 people on my website. And, I, and the next morning, I had 800 emails. My website was just a list and um, everyone told me like, yeah, you have to do a marketplace. This has to get come with the huge web store in Austria. But I'm, I'm not an entrepreneur. I feel it. I mean, I love what I do. I love to write. I love to publish. I love to be a speaker and to train people, but I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't want to think about logistics and yeah, and all that crap. But there's a startup in Vienna and they approached me and they are doing exactly that. It's called doitfair.com. Uh, I, I mean, on the one hand, I am an ambassador. Um, and on the other hand, um, I also help them with my qualifications. You know, I, I, I can do media work. I can write. I can publish. I can network. And that's what I'm trying to do for them. We're on a good way right now.
with the whole consumerism thing, I am hesitatingly optimistic, if I can put it like this. People realized what they don't need and people realized what's important. And of course, for the economy, that's dramatic because like um, the sales of fashion have gone down 46% globally, which is really huge. And it, it will cost a lot of, actually a lot of lives, not only a lot of jobs, but when you look at Bangladesh, it will be lives. But on the other hand, if it's a long change, it sounds cynical, but if this is the start of a, of a sustainable change and somehow find a way to save those people that are losing their jobs because of the slowing down of the fast fashion industry, I think that's, that's kind of a, a perspective that can make you slightly optimistic. I mean, of course, you have to look at the, the lives in danger, but overall, if the consumption habits change, they can change to a more positive way, to a less to a slower way. I'm not only talking about textiles, I'm talking overall. Real sustainability is not about buying the best products, it's about buying fucking less products. It's that easy, actually. It is that easy. And I think at that point, with Corona, a lot of people realized that. I have this weird feeling of not knowing what's to come. Actually, you never know what's coming. You, you can never plan it. Uh, but just the pandemic is really showing it. I have, like, in the beginning with the lockdown, um, I had so much work that um, I had no time to be scared. I mean, every person has their own subjects that keep coming up in their, throughout their whole life again and again. Everyone has it. And I have it too. I live alone. Um, it really, it made me focus on these subjects. So it's not like that Corona itself made me anxious or made me um, unhappy. I mean, it doesn't. It didn't exactly make me happy, but you know what I mean. But my older problems came up again that I thought I had. Um, I, I already went through, and I, I thought I had a, gotten a grip on it. And now it showed, okay, no, I don't. I still have to look there. I still have to work on that. And yeah, that's the situation I'm in right now. And it has a lot to do with feeling feeling lonely on the inside. Although I experienced a lot of solidarity, I still feel it. And I don't know why, because I have great friends. And I know they're always there. And I still feel it. And I don't know why. Also, that sense of security. I just gave up my job a half a year before Corona started. And yeah, those are that's what that's what I'm tackling right now. I think we can only build a bright future together. So we should realize again that solidarity is the thing that can save us. You can look up Nunu's work at nunucolor.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a review. It helps the podcast reach new listeners. Postcards from Home is produced by Eleanor Schember using music created by Kai Engel.